right and the left. That's correct. You are. Because you're living on a line. You sound boomstress. Boisterous. Boomstress, yeah. Boisterous. Mm. Booming. All that stuff. How's this? That's oh. really loud. And Welcome hold on, let's hear chat. more. Let's hear more. Let's hear All some right. more. How's this? That's that, great. That's good. Yeah, that's good. All right. So, so, uh, so higher? All right. <laughs> right. Uh, hashtag JDrinkToCome. We're here. Mm -hmm. um, how have you boys been? I've been good. I really want to hear what uh, how Aaron's been. Aaron's yeah, been MIA yeah, me for too. a month and a half. Uh, it's a cross between suicidal and homicidal. It oscillates, you know, yeah. as time goes on. Uh -huh. one than the other. Yeah, sometimes I want to hurt myself. Sometimes I want to hurt others. But otherwise, I'm doing great. That's great. Good. That's good to hear, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Uh, all you need to know is that I'm suffering. So uh, you should be good. happy about that. Good, yeah. good. Correct. Right. Um, I don't... <laughs> I, as you know, I usually compile a list of notes for our episodes. I put AMC is currently being short squeezed. As you'll notice, there's no news attached to that. Yeah, <laughs> I, just, I was just I was wondering, <laughs> was that just a declaration? Was that a prediction or like, are you short squeezing it? Or? I don't know. I, I, I was like, that seems like news. And then I bird, looked into uh, it and was like, I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> bird, bird, bird purchased one half of a share of AMC stock. And he's, <laughs> yeah. now, he's performing a short squeeze. I'm a, fake bit, economy is I, being I, fake. I'm a Bitcoin yeah. and AMC maximalist. Okay, cool. I like it. Yeah, that's good. Uh, well, it is up seven and a half dollars. It's up twenty percent. Really? Uh, yeah, I don't know if that's today that's or over the week. Or... That's interesting. Hmm. So, yeah. You know what I wanted to get us to do one day? The crate challenge. Have you have you been taking a look at this car camp? It. Have you nah. seen the uh, milk crate challenge? I have not. The milk crate challenge is this. It's this new TikTok challenge going around. Okay. Where you you know what a milk crate is? Obviously, you yeah. never heard of it. You st <laughs> you stack them. You stack them up, uh, one next to the other, like you're making a, st a set of stairs. They're empty. And the goal is to get to the top of the, of the milk crate stack by walking up it. And, of course, inevitably, every time somebody does this, they completely bust their ass <laughs> every yeah, time. that makes sense. Their backs are being broken. Thousands of people are being killed because of this new craze. Um, <clears throat> I figure if there was any way to die, milk crate challenge would be a hell of a way to do it. Yeah, milk climbing crates. milk crates while eating Tide Pods. Yeah. <laughs> the, the milk crate variant. Oh, God. Yeah. Responsible yeah. for thousands of deaths. The Chinese data miners are, like, fucking heads exploding. <laughs> <laughs> so much here. Let's talk about a, a different disease. This is... Uh, gentlemen, I didn't know that this existed, but apparently it does. Aaron, you're, you're vaguely the closest thing to a Fed we have on this show. Have you ever heard of Savannah, uh, Savannah, Havana syndrome? Have you ever heard of that? Yes, yes, I have. Havana syndrome. Mm -hmm. uh, for, is that real? Uh, I mean, is anything real? 
That's a good statement. We have, well, to, we have to remain somewhat grounded in, in a false reality, I feel like. For yeah. The show to, for the show to even more. Uh, I, no, I've, I've heard countless stories about, like, diplomats in Cuba complaining about, yeah, like, I, ringing in their ears and, like, having headaches and shit. It's a real puzzle because I tried to do some research on this. I pulled some stuff that I'll, I'll read out and kind of give an explanation. It's really difficult to figure out if this thing is even real. Well, like. This is, I mean, this is, uh, to, to Aaron's point, this is like a classic conspiracy theory, like a directed energy type thing. Yeah, yeah. It, it is. I didn't, I just it's didn't plausible. Know. I didn't, I, yeah, yeah, for plausible. sure. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that it had a name. I did, I'd never heard it called Havana Syndrome. I just heard it in the context of conspiracy theories and what they were capable of doing. And just seeing them casually talk about it for an entire article and saying that hundreds of diplomats had suffered from it is kind of uh, jarring. Maybe I'm a little bit out of the loop on Havana Syndrome and the, the latest on that conspiracy theory, but um i i mean this is a this this one is old i remember this from coast to coast way back so like there's a there's a reason why now now forgive me i'm gonna get our friend uh rollo in on this i'm gonna send him the uh joining information here but basically it's a real puzzle because you look it up and like i usually do this this dichotomy of google searches when i'm searching for any story that isn't obviously true I'll do X true, and then I'll do X fake, just to kind of get an idea of like what X is. And if you do X true on Havana Syndrome, you get a lot of articles from a lot of mainstream sources. Mm -hmm. When you do X fake, like the second thing to pop up is Daily Stormer. So I was <laughs> like, what is, what is this? The I most trusted source in news. <laughs> really, yeah. a real mind boggler for sure. Um, Let's wait for uh, old octopus it's, hands to get in here. It's one of those things that I I find myself wishing pause was on hand. Yeah, <laughs> right. right now. Yeah, I like I, me too. Like as far as like directed energy attacks, like there's so many things that like the old Soviet versus CIA like spy spy shit. Like there's so many interesting things that they used to do to like basically hurt people a lot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Overtly. Yeah. There's that mustache. There he well, is. I mean, we did that whole we did that whole thing on gang stalking, like one of our first episodes we ever did. Oh, I yeah. think with Aaron on there, and there's some like mm -hmm. real wild shit with that. Just... Yeah, like patents you can look up right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's going on, beautiful? How are you? I uh, I'm late because I was standing outside uh -huh. the studio, uh -huh. just okay. being like, do I really want to come in? <laughs> we don't have a door. You just walk in. That's true. There's no door. That was sold a while yeah, ago. Yeah, Aaron sold it for <laughs> you, yeah he said that it. he sold all the copper in the house and yeah. the door was missing. It was not made of those, copper. Those brass sure hinges. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Well, uh, welcome to the show, Mustache. It's great to have you on. Thank um, you. Thank you're frozen. Your video's frozen right now, so I can't. Okay, you're good. Now you're back. Uh, it's good to see you. Um, we, we, we just, just got started. Okay. We just got started. I think I... Fiber internet. Well, no, I think uh, I just I just have economy of motion, so I can stay still. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Do you use that in your softball? Is that a softball term? <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> let's get let's get to this. I I I'm gonna next Childerberg. I'm gonna bring a directed energy weapon and see who gets the Havana syndrome. Yeah, we'll everybody. Everybody, so like, 200 campers in Texas suffer Havana syndrome this weekend. Come on, 300, car, yeah. 300. Come on. Yeah. I'll, go <laughs> old school. I'll go old school, bring some heavy metal to put in people's shitty craft beer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a good one. Speaking of beer, 
actually before we get on to back to the Havana story, Car Camp It, I, I, this was meant to be a thing that I was going to bring up at the beginning. It's on the list, but I, I think it's more important than just bring it up some point in the middle. They're bringing Yanger to Texas. How do you feel? Oh, so good. So good. Mm. Actually, just drank a couple of Yangers with Jake from Childerberg fame at lunch today. It was great. Oh, wow. We'll Very finally powerful. have something in common. I yeah. would like them to get Shinerbach up here in New York because I really enjoyed it. Yeah, Shiner's good. It's very good. Uh, did we ever tell the story of Yingling with me and Carr? I don't think so. What was the story? Look at the He's got a cracking <laughs> smile on his face already. <laughs> Carr, when you came to Philly. Oh, my God. I totally forgot about that. That was like three years ago. <laughs> yeah. Was that the first time we met? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> What happened? So, Car, what, what were you coming up to the Philly for? Uh, I think a family wedding of some sort or something like that. Yeah, so Car was coming to Philly, and it's like, oh, well, let's you should hang out with Slappy and I. And so, so yeah, let's do that. So um, I picked Car up at the airport. And, uh, you know, first, again, first time ever meeting him. Just saw that goofy-looking Ted Bundy dude. So, like, well, that's got to be him. Yeah. And so we go into Philly to go to a bar, a uh, South Philly bar. I think it was called South South Philadelphia Pub or something is what it was called. Yeah, and um, we sit down at the table, and you know, the waitress comes over and asks what we want to order, and, and I order whatever I got, and Carr's like rubbing his hands together. He's like, I'm in, you know, basically where they make yingling, and he asks for yingling, and she goes, oh, we don't have that here. I think I told Rolo, I was like, they were like, where do you want to go? I was like, I don't care. Just so long as they have yingling. But then I was like, and every, you, everywhere you picked the one so. bar where yeah. they didn't and you shot, it. you shot a look over at me like you dick. And I was like, I didn't know. Like I thought this, I didn't, I didn't think that would, you could go to a, a bar in this state and they didn't have yingling. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, that it, it, sucks. It's, it's practically impossible. I mean, you had to have picked one out of, you know, one of seven bars in the <laughs> greater Philly area without England. <laughs> really I was just at a bar that had uh, Shinerbach and Lone Star in really? Boston. Oh, I liked, yeah. the, I liked Lone Star, too, when I, I had Lone it down Star. there. It was very good. I liked Shiner a lot more. My dad used to tell me, like, when he was younger, he, he and his buddies would, like, drive to Texas just to drink Shiner. And he was like, it tastes like piss, but that's why we liked it. That's and I agree. I really liked it. I, I like Shinerbach. Let's get back to some more piss related stories. So Havana syndrome. Yeah. What are, here's the I tried to figure this out and I came up with a couple of news articles. Again, Daily Stormer was the second source for this story. It was really bizarre. Um, That's like the really anti-Semitic one, right? There's a lot going on yeah. on that website. Yeah, okay. there wasn't any anti-Semitic. They just call it like they see it. There wasn't okay. any anti-Semitism in the article that Truth I had true. read, but what there was was like at some point anal sex was mentioned, and I got very confused as to where and how. But oh, yeah. that is not relevant because I, I had to compile several sources to put this together. Vice President Kamala Harris had a trip to Hanoi, Vietnam, and it was delayed for a few hours after it was made aware by an official that, quote, recent possible anomalous health incidents among U.S. officials in Hanoi were occurring. And by anomalous health incidents, the government is referring to Havana syndrome. First reported in 2016 by United States officials in Cuba, 
Havana syndrome has afflicted more than 130 U.S. officials over the past five years stationed in several countries overseas. Per ABC News, victims of the syndrome typically report strange experiences such as, quote, feelings of pressure or vibration, strange screeching sounds, debilitating symptoms like headaches, nausea, cognitive deficits, trouble with seeing, hearing, balancing. The Biden administration said they were vigorously investigating. Speaking of which. Yeah, really, yeah, really. I was, I was literally about to make the same joke. <laughs> just, just look at that. what, what, what protocol is there for a guy who's affected with Havana syndrome, who's the president of the United States, and it's every day of his life. I don't really know. Uh, they are investigating it. Dozens of American diplomats have fallen ill with it. It's been reported in Moscow, London, Austria, Hanoi now, and in Washington D.C. itself. One leading theory, and this is conspiracy theory because Deep State doesn't like to talk about much what it does. One leading theory is that victims are suffering from intensified electromagnetic energy waves from devices intended to extract information from cell phones and other personal devices. That's from officials. At the time, or rather, quote, at this time, we do not know the cause of specific incidents. That's from Army Lieutenant Colonel Thomas Campbell, who is a Defense Department spokesman. Quote, these are areas of active inquiry. There's nothing that the department takes more seriously than the safety, health, and welfare of our personnel. That's the Defense Department, <laughs> by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've noticed that pattern. <laughs> yeah, right. Behavior. Now, here's the thing. Microwave weapons exist. 100 years. But just like how you can have a microwave in your kitchen which Rollo does not have, correct? You do not have a microwave in your kitchen? Correct. Gang, so you'll gang. never get Havana syndrome. Gang, you'll never gang. get Havana syndrome. So See? You, just like how you can have a microwave in your kitchen. Aaron's, my, Aaron's had his head in his microwave like five or six different times. <laughs> he wakes up during an episode. He doesn't, yeah, doesn't <laughs> even drink coffee in the morning. He just yeah. sticks his head in. Just a quick 10-second zap. <laughs> yeah, All right. right, I'm ready for the day. <laughs> I, I, I just use my oven for that like a normal person. <laughs> It's hot in here. So, and people. <laughs> I didn't say it was for me. There's the first one. <laughs> There's the first one. Now, here's the thing. Microwave weapons exist, but they are extremely short range. Meaning that if someone was being affected by a microwave-based weapon, it would have to be incredibly close, and it would become impossible then to imagine that the U.S. government itself wasn't doing this. Senator yeah. Susan Collins introduced S-1828, the Havana Act, or Helping American Victims Afflicted by Neurological Attacks Act of 2021, which was unanimously passed by the U.S. Senate. Oh. All you got to do is tell them they're being attacked by right. brain weapons, and they're like, yeah, pass it, we're good, yeah. Now, what, I wonder how much other bullshit they stuffed into that bill. But anyway, this act amended the Central Intelligence Agency Act of 1949 and authorized the payments to personnel of the CIA who incurred qualifying injuries to the brain, such as what happened in Havana, China, and Europe. Get this that disability. Was, yeah, really. After they, after you do it to yourself, after Fuck. your own. Wish company. I had known about that. I would have claimed it. Yeah, really. 
this was a completely bipartisan supported bill and it was in response to a hearing in which it was revealed that government personnel were not getting appropriate diagnoses and treatments the question that comes to my mind is what if this is 5g some have suggested so but we won't know of course usually because the cia doesn't like to tell us about operations that it's running against its own politicians it's very curious stuff um so if you're ever feeling sick you know can't stand straight have trouble speaking you forget everything you might be the president or you might have havana syndrome one or the other there you have it there you go uh, also, in related to not being able to stand up straight, feeling sick, so on and so forth, the Pfizer vaccination just got approved by the FDA. Uh, you've likely been accused of moving the goalposts. I'm sure we all have at this point. I saw many accusations of moving the goalposts by people, despite the fact that absolutely no one at this point who has refused to take the vaccination was actually banking on the FDA's approval of it yeah. <laughs> for that to be the, the selling yeah, point. Really like, weird. Like, they just, I, I saw they convinced a tweet. like four people. R literally. I saw a tweet. It couldn't have been real. I saw a tweet underneath the FDA's announcement of this. That was, I was apprehensive because I was specifically waiting for the <laughs> FDA to approve it. But now that it's been approved, I'll happily get it. Wow. Well, Bro, I don't know. 200,000 likes. Yeah, literally. Yeah, it, yeah, it was yeah. well liked. Over, yeah, it was a well liked yeah. post. You could smell it immediately. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> the establishment wasted no time announcing vaccination mandates to the military. And in New York and California, minutes after the FDA approved the mRNA vaccination, they started putting out mandates too. John Kirby, a Pentagon spokesperson, announced on Monday that the military is requiring all of its personnel, not just soldiers, to get the jab under threat of court-martial. New York announced the state's Department of Education is also requiring nearly 150,000 employees and all students to get the shot with no opt-out. Bill de Blasio announced a similar requirement for all city workers. In New Jersey, Governor Phil Murphy was on vacation in Italy, but that didn't stop his office from penning a bill uh, that mandated all state employees be vaccinated by October. University of Virginia disenrolled 200 students who are not in compliance with the school's vaccination policy. Gavin Newsom is going around. His supporters, his backers are going door to door. He told them, go door to door and harass people, scare them more about COVID amidst California's recall election. The goal, of course, was to get people to vote against the recall election. Why? Because Larry Elder is doing very well over there. He's leading the field out of all the other replacement candidates. Huh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's leading the field That's over all crazy. other replacement candidates. And basically now Gavin is going around, Gavin Newsom's having his people go around and scare people into voting against the recall in the first place. So there's that. That's all your vaccination news. Or, well, well, the uh, marquee story for you guys I have at the end here, probably the most deranged article I've ever read, and I just read the article. <laughs> that was <laughs> partially that's, cited that's by the Daily statement. Stormer. It is the most deranged article that I've ever read. I, I am looking forward to reading it to you guys. But there's a couple other stories we have to get to. Rallo, you had messaged me something very concerning uh, the other day. Um, I, randomly. I don't even know what time it was at, but it was early in the morning. It was really strange. Do you happen <laughs> to know what I'm referencing? Yes, I do. 
Can you please explain to the listeners, as well as to me, because I didn't even question it. I think I, I don't remember what the exact text was, but it was like, holy shit, or just something really str- I just couldn't, couldn't quite grasp it. What exactly is humanure? <laughs> it's exactly no. what it sounds like. No! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so... So I was telling this to my coworker the other day, and then like I changed subjects, and like thirty seconds later into the subject chain, he's like, oh, "I'm against. I'm totally against that." I'm like, "What? <laughs> that? The, what you just said? The human or thing?" I'm like, "Oh yeah." So this was a while. This was back in July. Um, someone had one of the one of the agorists and personality were at it again, and there was a meme that one of these people posted that a picture of like a house just with like a regular green lawn, front lawn. And it said, we need less lawns like this. And the bottom picture, it has someone's front lawn with a very well-maintained manicured, manicured, very nice garden and more lawns like of course. this. And so, right. because I am the anti-gardener gardener, um, apparently, I quote you. Which you are. We, even we had a spat over this, I believe. Probably. Um, I love gardening. It's one of my favorite hobbies, but these agorists and personality that want to virtue signal about how they're somehow going to grow a cucumber and throw it at the White House and overturn the state is just insanely stupid and just mm-hmm. devoid of any sort of economic principle uh, to back Unless. that up. <laughs> Two cucumbers. To own the state. Yes. It's just like, so I said... Top one is all but certainly much cheaper and less time-consuming to maintain. Have a garden because you enjoy it, not because you're trying to virtue signal something dumb. And, uh, you know, of course, people... Ratio. (laughs) I believe I contributed to the ratio. Yeah. People did not like that. And so I had some people saying, like, that... uh, I I learned that there are people that are, like, just absolutely against lawns. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Because... I got I got accused of being a part of like big aggro because oh if you like if you like lawns then Monsanto shill yeah then then you must use their chemicals to maintain it and it's like yep yeah probably no man that is definitely not why I opposed the lawn thing I didn't even think of that (laughs) and then they said and then I found that apparently lawns originated back in feudal feudal times because the lord would plant a lawn so the serfs couldn't farm. Based. Oh boy. Yeah. And I was like, well, first Based. of all, yeah, Based. that's awesome. You must definitely would not be the lord in this situation. <laughs> Move along, just shouting at cars going by. Move along, surf. There shall be no farming here. There shall be no farming. I've got daisies to attend to. You know, Wait, are they well, framing it in terms of like class warfare? Because if so, I'm I'm open to changing oh my boy. mind. Here we go. Here we go with this. I don't know. There's... I don't think so. I think that it's the, the opposition to lawns thing has is like much more of a like a general unease with people not doing productive things with land. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of what it is. But at the same time, it's it's we're not in 1640 anymore. You don't have to use every square you. inch of, of not land there. to farm. I mean, it's some it's of, part of some of us are rolling. Some of us mentally are still stuck true. in 1640. <laughs> That's quite true. <laughs> Where the cucumbers fly and the, <laughs> the lawns <laughs> virtue signal for a better, you know, class. Uh, but how do we get to how do oh, we get to yeah. Yeah, mono, mono, mono equals centralization, bro. Yards are big ag. 
No <laughs> way. Did somebody really respond that to you? Yeah, and I, I of course, said just. Do you understand? <laughs> Do you understand the the history behind yards? They're literally designed by aristocracy to show off how they're so wealthy they can voluntarily make their land unproductive. All right. That's, well, that's true. Aaron's in. That's true. I'm in. All right. Here's I'm the in. class. That's what we're looking for. Birds in as an elitist. And but uh, how Aaron do we? Uh, as a class warrior. How do we? Um. How do we get to human shit from this? Oh yeah. So one of the people that started. Our- like yeah, he said, a- "Oh yeah." Wait. Like he forgot that we were supposed to be talking. Is about human, human shit, shit going to be the logical conclusion of this? <laughs> it's just fields well, of human shit. <laughs> a different person who was needling me was just like, "Well, I have." <laughs> I have a big garden, and I don't like mowing the lawn. And I was like, all right, this is just, this is the, the prototypical agorist and personality autist that can't figure out that this stupid, weird stuff that they do is not the same oh, hobby shit. as every sing, uh, every other single person in the world. So I clicked Push on this mowers guy. give me an asthma attack. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking bigot. <laughs> Cancel him. So I um, I clicked on this guy's Twitter profile just to like see what else was was in there, and and he has a lot of garden and homestead posts. And you're looking at it, and like, and 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 this just proves my point. Well, no, I I, I like the homestead stuff. I want to have a homestead, but like the picture in this meme was just this like perfect, like front yard garden that just looked absolutely mm-hmm. gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at this guy's thing. And felt inadequate. You felt a size inadequate. No, no. Problem. It looked it looked like you were gonna get murdered if you walked in, into this property. It was Net. horrific looking. It's fine. <laughs> it's his castle. He can do whatever he wants. But like, some people like to uh, not look out across their property and make it make them think of, you know, a, a rape murder situation. <laughs> this is like a, a war flashback, Rollo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I'm scrolling through this guy's feed, and uh, I come across one of these tweets, and I, I don't remember which one it is because I I just I just searched his name and humanor, and there is a lot. Oh no! Well, we still but don't he, know what humanor is. He mentioned his like gardening stuff. Like it's like, oh, I just planted these trees in my batch of humanor, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like. Ugh. That can only be one thing. And yeah. I looked it up, and it is that one thing. It, it is, is that one human, thing. It is human manure. So, in other words, uh, this guy poops in his hand and throws it in his garden. Wow. <laughs> is that like, I was going to say, like, again, what is again, the with the, mechanism? With the stuck in, in 1640 thing, I, I, I would resubmit that to the... How uh, much shit could one person produce to be able to... Re- isn't that like violating some like laws of Newtonian physics? You can't just eat a tomato and then shit out the equivalent amount to grow more tomatoes. He's well, probably using this as an excuse to eat more Taco Bell. I can almost guarantee it. <laughs> Sorry, honey, got it. I got it. I, I got I I to water the garden, hon. <laughs> the goal, the goal is to be a real life tub girl, I guess. <laughs> God, that is unfortunate. So, I googled humanure. Just to see, because I gotta a vice a vice news article. We googled humanure. <laughs> well, the idea to answer your question, 
to to uh, steel man this about as best as I can muster. To steel bowl they, this. <laughs> yeah, they they use it as they compost it, so it, it's you know oh. it's got to it's got to have some process in there. But still, like like Car, you were saying, you know, human progress to me does not mean <laughs> that you say, you know what, having a bathroom with a toilet in it that flows water that does a pretty good job and i know i know there's good why actually the western way of toilets is not exactly the most efficient way and there's other okay i get it i don't care but you know whatever other progress that we're going to be on involves something like better than that not objectively worse by being like so all right you've got this comfortable toilet in a bathroom but you know what's better is that you build an outhouse and you put a bucket in it because they brag about this thing being like you don't need takes your poop you you don't need (laughs) running water you don't need piping you don't need even any liquid and then you look at these pictures of what it is and it's a bucket of shit and shit and water this guy's yard looks like a junkyard and a landfill combined (laughs) and it also smells like human shit and allegedly and he is a a, like uh a leading voice on uh how to end the state he's also a shit coiner too uh not surprisingly (laughs) that is not surprising to be perfectly honest um so i i googled it i googled humanure and there Mm -hmm. is a book called you get a daily stormer article too or is this Uh, the Daily Regular or something. Yeah, the, da- <laughs> the Daily Charter. Yeah. Your only sp- source da- for neo-Nazi shitting in my own lawn news. <laughs> the Daily Stormer would still be an adequate name. Just to- <laughs> <laughs> the Daily Blarper. So there is a uh, there is a book called the Human or Handbook, which is I guess oh. like the holy grail of this, and it is just one page. It is, it is written by. Joe Jenkins. Go home. Written by Joseph Jenkins. Joe Jenkins. His his Amazon author page says, first man to shit in a bucket and write a book about it. (laughs) So apparently this was a master's thesis thesis at Slippery slippery, ah, slippery Rock University. No. No. No way. Master of Science in Sustainable Systems Program in the early 1990s. Fascinated with the topic of human or composting, Jenkins decided to convert the book's language into a popular format and self-publish the thesis as a book. Um, so you can buy this book from his website, or you can buy it on Amazon, or you can just go chapter by chapter and download it for free. Chapter? How many chapters could there be? Yeah. Uh, it is Tom Woods' handbook. It is a... Th- <laughs> It's a it's a thirteen. Your neighbors are your neighbors. Why your neighbors are wrong when they tell you to stop shitting in your shitting yard? In the <laughs> it's a it's a it's a fifteen chapter book. Would you like me to read some of the? Uh, oh no. yeah, I absolutely would. No. Chapter one: Close Encounters of the Third Kind. <laughs> chapter two: The Invisible Beings. What? Chapter three: <laughs> Microbes, friend or foe. Oh boy. Chapter four: The War on Microbes. Oh, chapter five. Bo would be the answer. Thermophiles. <laughs> chapter six. Deep shit. Oh, all right, that's enough. I've had enough. <laughs> okay, so but I want to. I so I. 
today at lunch at work, I was like, all right, I should do like a little bit of research on what I'm talking about. And so I, I click chapter one, Close Encounters of the Third, third Kind. And he wrote the, the whole book so he could write a chapter with that title. That's the yes, that's just, it. He just he just wanted to write a book with a bunch of puns in it. So mm -hmm. based. But uh, the book what? literally starts out with I was once accused of being abducted by aliens. No way. OK. Um, and then he says, this might not be the wisest way to begin a book. No, maybe not. Skeptics. Wow. So it's like a story. He doesn't. It was more like, man, you must have been abducted by aliens who inject, who implanted uh, some chip in your head to make you think that you could poop and then grow vegetables out of it. And it's like, oh, yeah. But uh, I want to zoom over to chapter 12. Uh -huh. um, compost, toilets and dry toilets. And I'm going to skip to the second paragraph. And I just want to read the second paragraph to just like. These people are autistic nerds that are just – you just can't deal with them because – listen to the – yeah, yeah. All right, here it is. It never ceases to amaze me that many, if not most, of the citizens of the U.S., approximately 4% of the world's population, don't have much of a clue about how the other 96% of humanity lives. No. People who grow up with water toilets – and never knew any other type of sanitation system can't conceive of what it's like to live without a toilet. But hundreds of millions of humans still practice open defecation, which means they crap outside in the field, behind a tree, or in their backyard every day. Still many more only have a hole in the ground for a toilet, which is considered an improvement over open defecation. Holes are usually located away from the living area because they're full of poop. They stink like hell, and they breed flies by the millions. So the, toilet, so the toilet is 100 feet away, outside, in the rain, at night. And maybe they have little kids to deal with. Or maybe they're bedridden, elderly, incapable of walking, or amputees, or have diarrhea, or are even just temporarily ill. We're talking numbers in the billions here. People who have never had a water toilet, nor have their ancestors, nor will their, will their descendants. What some take for granted is not possible for others and never will be. See, this is like so that an would... addition to the Ted Kaczynski manifesto. Ba I was going to say, like, this guy, could, this guy came to a fork in the road and was like, I could be a school shooter or I could shoot in my own yard. And you know. it, it would be like saying, you know, oh, you Americans, um, you live such a comfortable life where the vast majority of the world get, like gets bombed every day or something like uh, another a billion people out there. So like, you know, maybe Americans should get bombed or shit in a hole. It's like a hundred feet away from the place they live. Yeah. in a hole. Unbelievable. And, and maybe you're a amputee with diarrhea that has kids. Run really? What of. was that sentence? That was wild. I was like, those, these, he's just listing characteristics of members of the Biden administration. <laughs> Well, there are some funny pictures in here too, by the way. Oh but, boy, uh, I don't. <laughs> I, I some reason I doubt that, Rollo. I doubt there's even one funny picture in that book. Something called an Earth Closet. <laughs> oh, God. 
<laughs> That's where we were keeping Ace in the basement <laughs> in the yeah, past few episodes in the Earth. I know closet. the Earth closet. I know it well. If you if you make it through towards the end of the chapter, he has a section of this chapter called Ficophobia. Oh please! Is this just like Which, leading up into scat porn? It's getting there. <laughs> it may, but it's. Like how how many of his arguments can you apply to why scat porn should be consumed? <laughs> consumed? Yeah, I don't like that. Oh, I don't like the choice of word yeah, there. Like that. No, I know. I will not. I will not drink the cum. I will not shit in a hole. <laughs> I will not you know, open the earth closet. <laughs> do you know what his argument about fecophobia is? Yeah, it's what? like well, we use like cow manure for stuff. Oh, so why not? Why not people manure? Well, we also well, eat cows. Well, we eat cows. Yeah. Why yeah, not yeah, eat humans? Yeah, why not eat humans? What the fuck? This is bizarre. So what's, like, the efficacy here? Does this stuff work? What does it do? Does it rely on your diet being, like, you have to eat a certain kind of diet to produce I'm, a high nitrate crap? I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that he's, like, super vegan. <laughs> like, what if, he, what if um, he's on the carnivore diet? Oh God! I, know. I know it's just running. Oh, that is. He atrocious. has pets, apparent. Well, oh, uh, you know what? He probably because on his about what do you think us, he does with them when they die. Right. They go into the yard. Pickled. So, <laughs> in the about us thing, I read. I read the about us thing about the first half of it. The second half is Jenkins maintains a business in northwestern Pennsylvania, Joseph Jenkins Incorporated where he resides with a large garden, an orchard, several four-legged and two-legged critters, and a compost pile or two. Um, so I don't know what the uh, four-legged versus two-legged critters means. Is a two-legged critter could be anything from a child to a chicken. Yeah, well, the fact that he would refer to both his pets and his children as the same thing means he's probably he's a vegan. a weirdo. Yeah. This guy's a weirdo, for sure. Wow. Actually, I haven't even looked up a picture of him. Joseph mm. oh, man. Jenkins. He's just, it's him holding a, a suspicious tub. <laughs> 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 We're not quite, not quite sure if it's off-white or eggshell. <laughs> All right. There's a, apparently a black dude from the 1800s that's... I assume Justin. that's probably not him. He's more yeah. popular. Good. No, that's the Daily Stormer article. You're that's yeah. We're gonna flip over to a different article. Yeah. <laughs> Man, not many. Not many pictures. That's good. That's a good thing. Oh, here he is. So, oh, yeah, dude. He looks. I assume this is him. A vegan. He's. he's I don't know, but he looks. He looks creepy. A schweirdo. He's got like salt and pepper hair with a. Mm -hmm. With oh. a receding hairline and, and in a bucket. looks like a possible Hitler mustache. Really? Oh, all right. We're just like, oh, <laughs> do oh. Oh. <laughs> we're back in the Daily Stormer article. Like a very, a very <laughs> beaky upper lip. You know what? Maybe this guy isn't so bad. You wants to shits in the bucket? <laughs> well, yeah, that's what he's he's squatting next to the bucket no. thing. No, he can't be. You can't Go to squatting next to the bucket. So he, no. apparently he missed. Oh. Is there is there a chat feature? Oh, uh, here it is. No, please don't. <laughs> Let's take a look at this. Don't do this. Humanure handbook. 
Oh, those are children there. Yeah, there he is. Little yeah, he does critters. look like a weirdo. Wow, yeah, he's squatting next to the, the toilet right there. That assume, assumedly is his wife in the other image. Oh, oh yeah. Lord. Wow. He does look weird. He does definitely look like uh, like um, well, like a guy like you'd see his mug shots for something else. Well, he's squatting next to the toilet with his hand over the seat and just like mm -hmm. looking not in any direction. Yeah. Looks like forlorn. he's really contemplating. Yeah, yeah. forlorn or something. Wow. He's probably you wondering like... How many human that's bodies? His wife, he's, he's doing all right. Well, you can't even see her. You only see the back. Yeah, but from the back, it's like, yeah, all right. <laughs> Maybe I can shit in the bucket and that's, have a, that's a, 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 an average-looking wife. <laughs> that's a, that's risky, dream. though, in Western Pennsylvania to, to assume that much from that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. This is also, uh, also, we don't know that she's there under her own will. Yeah, right. <laughs> she's yeah, like, she, and also, fence and we, there could be handcuffs involved. Do you think she contributes she's, to the landfill, or like... she might just be cattle for that? Oh no! Yeah, what if somebody started like a weird sex cult, but also it was like to collect humanure? Here's your Taco Bell, Mandy. Better <laughs> more than yesterday. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. Instead of Kool-Aid, it's Marillax. Uh, Joseph, <laughs> Joseph Jenkins lives with his wife, his two kids, and a Taco Bell about 200 yards away from the house. <laughs> oh, wait, there's... Oh, that's right, there's testimonials. No, I don't want to hear testimonials. Yes, I'm reading it. Uh, Here's uh, The title of this one is Thanks. Thank you so much for your efforts. I have been confounded by the off-the-grid human waste dilemma, and you have the solution. Thank you. My no. son and I... We'll be off grid for six months at a time, and man, am I glad! Am I glad to have found you? Oh. After a lot of research, yours makes so much sense, and your long time experience sold me. I will be in touch. Thanks again. My son and I have developed a great relationship by shitting in a box and dumping it all over our rose garden. My son will always be in this land because he came out of my poop, and now he's in my garden. Now he'll always be here. He's there forever. This is sick. Yeah. The this other is one, really sick. The other one titled "Love It." <laughs> I bought one of your lovable Lou packages eight years ago, and love, love, love having this kind of toilet. Thank you so much for the work you do on this subject. <laughs> I right. want you to notice, Rollo, that where it says testimonials, neither are either of these things labeled as coming from a person. No name, no address from where they're sent. And if you click testimonials, it's just text. It's not a hyperlink. There's only two testimonials. Those are the only two testimonials. So you have to go to the link I just sent, the lovable Lou. I'm not doing it. Toilet. Uh, and it's literally a wooden box with a toilet seat oh, on top. that is foul. That you put over a, a regular bucket. <laughs> yeah, that's dumb. Wow. This I got is, a new um, price. How much does this cost? $425 for the Lovable Blue starter kit. It's for a bucket you shit in. You get, wow, you get the Lovable Blue toilet, uh -huh. a bucket. Uh -huh. uh, looks like it's full of sawdust. Sawdust, yep. Two bucket lids and the, the wow. humanware handbook. This is something else. The, Rollo, uh, five... I'm, I'm, Rollo, I'm getting done. I'm getting close to being done talking about this. I'm yeah. a little Holy sick. Holy cow, hold on. <laughs> We're about on ready the to work. They sell bio waste bags. No. That says 
red uh, and biohazard all over it. Yeah, it so. so what do you do? You shit in the bag now? I don't know. Sawdust cover material, ten gallons for thirty bucks. Five gallon bucket with That's lid. One of the rules. White. You're not ten dollars in the bag. That is one of the rules. Yeah. We came up. No, with you don't want it. Not in the bag. Don't shit in it's the not bag. Not the bags for it. You go in the bag. You don't shit in it. That's a hey. rule we all. <laughs> we all agreed to that. I don't think there's any. Any precautions on any bodily excretion in the in bag. the bag? Nah. Well, that's that's half the fun. Yeah. Here's another thing called the humanor hut. <laughs> You're on thin ice, Rollo. <laughs> what else we got? You're... God, I love when car... that's cars catchphrase. What else we got? <laughs> oh, there's Lou photos. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm pulling us away from that topic. Thanks, Rollo. Uh, Jesus Christ. I'm not done. Well, I am I not am. done. I am sick to my stomach, I have to be honest with you. Oh no, you're done. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Holy no, hold on, hold on. There is the... There's the minimalist Welcome toilet. To this episode of TLE, where Rollo talks about <laughs> shitting in a bag for 45 there's, minutes. There's something called the minimalist toilet, which is literally a five-gallon bucket with the toilet seat Jesus. <laughs> That's great. Actually, that's pretty funny. You got to admire this guy's hustle, though, right, Car? There's yeah, a hustle is, here. Yeah, there is There's a hustle here for sure. There. All right, let's let's get away from this to celebrate uh, better things. Um, gentlemen, we talk a lot about the creep on this podcast. Do you, do you recall the creep, Andrew Cuomo? He was yeah. dubbed the creep. Of course. He's our creep. Well, the creep keeps taking L's. Just one day after he exited the governor's office, Andrew Cuomo has lost something else. His Emmy. Carl, remember you were like, what the fuck does he have an Emmy for? Well, yeah, that information being relayed to you was not very useful because just a week later, Variety reported that the International Academy of Television, Arts, and Sciences will revoke the award that the organization gave to him for his daily COVID-19 briefings during the height of the pandemic. Why? Well, in a statement, the organization said they decided to rescind the award in light of the Attorney General's report, which alleged 11 incidents of sexual harassment of women and his subsequent resignation from office. His name and any reference to the award will be eliminated from the International Academy materials going forward. As we all know, Hollywood does not support individuals who have been accused of sexual harassment holding Emmys. Don't go look up a list of Emmy holders. <laughs> <laughs> Did they do the same thing to Harvey Weinstein? <clears throat> uh, the, uh, yes. Well, Harvey Weinstein, uh, I don't know if Harvey ever won an Emmy. He still like, is nominated for 16 if you go on their website. So oh, they didn't wipe the entire history out. Kevin Spacey got his taken away in 2017. So, um, but those are the only two I tracked. So he got an Emmy for COVID-related stuff. Yeah, his and daily they took, whatever. Yeah. And they took the Emmy away not because he committed mass murder associated no. with COVID. Right, but you're barking up because... you're barking up the same tree everybody else has been barking up for like months now. Like, right. This this has been the, the them doing this. It's weird because every single report that comes out about Cuomo mentions the fact that under his supervision. 14,000 elderly people died in elder care. Every article that comes out, CNN, Variety, they all mention it. 
yeah, but it's never the subject of the artist. Right. And it's never like because he forced them back into uh right. <laughs> retirement homes with COVID. Like right. it's, it's never right. it's never that explicit. It, it never thing. touches that for, but but I mean they always mention it. So it's like yeah. you can tell even the people writing even the you and the, the blue blooded libs writing this, you can even they must be like, Yeah, that was an outrage. Well but, I have a theory. Uh huh. I think these people, these leftist liberals, especially like these journalists and stuff, they're they buy off on it because now it gives them the excuse not to have to go visit an icky old person in their Grandma. life. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I completely agree with you. Like these, like that is the kind of person yes. that would be like, oh, we gotta go visit Grandma again. Yeah. Yes. <sighs> it is a. It is. You're absolutely right. That's what I've thought this whole time, is that it was kind of just a backdoor. It's uh, it's it's something else, man. Well, he he's no longer an Emmy holder, um, or a dog holder. The yeah, or a dog holder. You heard that story. He's given his dog away, except he like that left the house before he actually organized somebody taking it. So the dog was like there for days in the house, like mm. without supervision. Yeah, it was fucked. It was really. I fucked. do that with Grom. He's pretty, well. It's a cat. Yeah, but Grum, <laughs> Grum, Grum is like Aaron. It'll, he'll chew up all the like, copper in the house and be just fine. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. Well, now he's not an Emmy award winner. There's a couple Justice more brain yeah. busters here. Do you guys want to hear my Libertarian of the Week award and who it goes to? Sure do. Thank you. <laughs> well, honestly, you uh, you don't shit nearly uh, outside nearly as much as this uh, winner of the award, Barney the Bull. Barney, you are winning the Libertarian of the Week award. Who is Barney the Bull? Barney is a runaway bull from Long Island who is still on the lam after 35 days. He has everything he needs, is quoted by animal rescue officials. The 1,500-pound bovine busted out of a Manorville farm on the eve of slaughter, July 20th, and is now holed up in a massive wooded area nearby, leaving poop and hoof prints behind. He's that got it all. good stuff. The, um, the, the guy who's leading the, the track down... For this animal, uh, his name is uh, Ray Gross, who is the chief of the Suffolk Big County man. SPCA. Uh, he's leading the charge to try and find the bull. Uh, he said he's got it all. He could live there indefinitely. We don't want that, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Gross said authorities don't want to force Barney into the open for fear. This is the wildest sentence. He could run into the road and cause a car wreck possibly hurting humans and himself. <laughs> They're now concerned about Barney hurting himself. The bull, Gross said, is obviously very smart. <laughs> Look at what he escaped from. He escaped from slaughter. Ray continued, the only thing I could say he is lacking is, you know, they're herd animals. So he, he's probably lonely. <laughs> well, Barney, if you ever find your way to Queens, you got a home with me. You yeah, can hang out with me. Us. I won't slaughter us. you. I have no interest in slaughtering you. You sound very cool. You sound like you knew you wanted to be free. And so uh, I, I think you want your freedom, Barney. Be free, Barney. Be free. Do you, do you want to know what I hope happens? What do you hope happens, Rollo? That Like these people that are leading the hunt to get him back, mm -hmm. like they, they, they get him, 
and they secure them and they're all like proud of themselves patting on the back for being like we did this without harming the animal we you know, they rescued them <laughs> and they give them back to the farmer and the farmer's like oh thanks guys and shoots them right <laughs> in the face in front of yeah right 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 into the grinder <laughs> yeah well i i unlike you rallo i'm not a cynical uh person I, I there's plenty of meat to go around i uh, barney showed his uh metal uh, he deserves to be free yeah. he deserves to be free i agree honestly some some animals rise above the cut barney you've risen above the cut i believe not only do you need to be free you should be supplied with all of the um what do you call a female cow well a cow i suppose a cows yeah. you want a cow cows you want thank you barney you've won the award for the week if anybody you sees can... sees barney don't tell the feds he can come to my yard and pig out on all my grass for my yeah, nice Yeah, and he can shit in your yard. Lawn. He can shit in your yard, and he can probably fertilize it pretty well. Yeah. That's the self-sustaining yard. You need a bull you and grass. Barney the bull. And then if anybody, any of our listeners... Like, uh, Bovenure. Bovenure. Oh, there you go. That's a good idea. If any of our call, listeners from Long Island <laughs> see um, Barney out there, uh, give us a call. Uh, we'll go track him down. Right, boys? That would be fun, right? We go on a bull hunt? Yeah, we'll identify ourselves by wearing red jumpsuits. <laughs> yeah, and capes. And capes. Yeah. We need to Long flowing capes. capes. Correct. Yes. I got another story for you. There's been a, a, quite a bit happened uh, in the past week regarding Afghanistan. Um, 80 to 88. God, it might have. You know, I really wasn't even paying attention to that because it's been going on for a few days. But I, I think a lot of it happened on Wednesday. Um, the long and short is the Afghanistan pullout was a disaster. It was always going to be a disaster, but it was a disaster. They left 80 to $88 billion of American uh, military equipment, combat equipment, guns, APCs, everything. They got it all there. Uh, my, my immediate suspicion is that they did that for the express purposes of making sure the Taliban were armed so they could repel Chinese forces. That's, that's what I think. But there's also... It's a, we're getting an ISIS variant, gentlemen. Uh, I, <laughs> so regular ISIS wasn't bad enough. You've heard of ISIS. You've heard of Circle K. Now there's ISIS-K. Very exciting. ISIS-K is the name given to the Islamic State faction in the so-called Khorasan province. I don't know why the article wrote it as the so-called Khorasan yes, province. That's what it is. As if it's not sure. actually yeah. the Khorasan province. It's what those people call it. It yeah, is a yeah. <laughs> right. It is a historical region covering parts of Afghanistan and Iran. Uh, they emerged around 2015. They've claimed uh, uh, several terror attacks including 86 uh, 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 killed in a bombing at a school. Uh, these are some, as uh, our previous president would have called them, bad hombres. They are largely made up of fighters based in uh, Pakistan, the Tariq-e-Taliban. Since forming in Afghanistan's Nangarhar province, the group has repeatedly clashed with the Afghan Taliban, and at points, huh, even U.S. warplanes provided air support for the Taliban, with American troops jokingly dubbing themselves the Taliban Air Force. So funny. Pretty senses of humor, guys. Though he stressed, this is Biden, uh, that the administration's concerns about terrorism from ISIS-K or similar groups... Uh, oh, no, this was Jacob Sullivan. He offered no evidence to suggest any attacks were imminent and left all details vague. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin also noted on Wednesday that American forces would not leave Kabul airfield, suggesting there is little they could do 
to track down the would-be terrorists. So I, I read that this is one of those, like, from earlier, the Havana Syndrome story. This is one of those, like, why is this a story? Why does it exist? Because it's not real. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, ISIS-K is ostensibly a real thing because in 2015 and 16, they were saying, yeah, we committed these acts of terror. But uh, why on earth we're hearing about them now as if they're a threat to the pullout when everybody's like, N- we don't, can't really say what they're doing and also we're not going to go and pursue them. Actually sounds a lot like how they <laughs> went in to get Osama in the first place. Um, it is no secret that Taliban and ISIS are sworn enemies. They fought many battles in Central Asia. Um, the U.S. has provided air support, as I said. A U.S. Joint Special Operations Command was flying drones in completely unrelated news, CIA Director William Burns secretly met with the Taliban's deputy leader in Kabul on Monday. <clears throat> so, you guys, okay? Yeah. Yeah, oh, everything's yeah. good. Yeah, Just reading these articles. Mm-hmm. Everything's good. Here's the story, fellas. This is what I wanted to get to. Please allow me um, some time to read this business insider. We're all fans of business, right? We're all oh, businessmen. Yeah. Business business I'm dopeing all the time. Yep, we are we are businessing people. Well, Business Insider sought out some very important information for us. I think it's gonna be very useful. Now we're all vaccinated here. We've all taken multiple. Aaron, you've actually taken seven or eight yeah. uh, at this point. Um, it's all been very good. And uh, all right, so breaking kayfabe. This is the most deranged article that I have found and read in weeks. The people (laughs) responsible for this article composing it are your sheerest enemies. They would giggle as you were pressed against a wall and shot to death. The only reason that they aren't advocating directly for that is because there's more money in marketing towards you. Except they have no idea who you are, and they have created an image of an anti-vaxxer, a vaccine skeptic, or fuck those terms, the ordinary person who's already made the decision not to get an injection they feel they don't need or don't want. But... Here it is. This article really does sound like people who actually like want to kill you and rape your kids, but they're pretending to be nice long enough to get you to send your kid into one of their vans. It's really freakish. So the article is entitled Six Ad Executives on How to Win Over the Vaccine Hesitant. The article began... Car, this is your article. This is going to be one of those articles where you make that noise a lot. The question of how to deal with the millions of Americans who have chosen not to get vaccinated against COVID-19 is often framed in the starkest terms. Option one, use vaccine mandates to force shots into their unwilling arms. Or option two, give up on the possibility of returning to normal life anytime soon. Those are the only two options we've been presented with, right? And those are the options, apparently, that we've been... We can't just all fucking leave people alone. Anyway, but there is, luckily, a third option. Advertising. If America has one true genius, it's knowing how to rewire the decision-making loops of every human being with a pulse. Oh, okay. (laughs) That option. Mm -hmm. The ad industry succeeds every day at selling beer and pickup trucks across the political divide. I didn't write any of this, by the way. This is all from this article. This this seems like a poor AI writing. Uh, Yeah. Could that same magic make everyone want a vaccine? Rather than viewing vaccination through the lens of sociology or epistemology, as the Biden administration has been doing, why not treat it as a complicated but ultimately solvable marketing problem? Culturally, it feels like our country is going through a civil war. 
Your audience is essentially one of side of that, and the perceived megaphone is coming from the other side. You're fighting against some major headwinds, and the benefit is almost invisible. There's a low barrier for the consumer. It's just a shot. But also, it's a high barrier because of the politics. So they give six ad executives got to weigh in on how they, in their genius, would uh, manage to get 100% of America vaccinated. I'm not going to go in the order that it's listed on here because there is an, uh, a, um, an exponential increase in insanity as you, as you go down the list. So I'm going to start with Emily Minner's suggestion, which is be careful about making assumptions. Emily Minner is the director of operations at Bullhorn Creative in Lexington, Kentucky. This is what she's said. We shouldn't assume that everyone is motivated by politics. When we discuss our own internal COVID policies at Bullhorn, we come back to the fact that everyone is in a different situation and we have to be empathetic. That helps build trust, unlike this article. I'm pregnant and my doctor said she felt like I could wait to get the vaccine. I was low risk. I work from home. I'm due in September. And at the first, at first I was just trying to make uh, it to uh, get vaccinated after birth but I grew up in Alabama. <laughs> the Delta variant has gotten pretty crazy down there, and people I know started telling me that I needed to get the vaccine. My dad called me. I also heard more information from reliable sources. In just the last month, OBGYN associations have recommended that all pregnant women get the vaccine. What really works, this is what she says, is hearing from people who are genuinely concerned for you, who love you and want to make sure you're okay. Not just assuming that you're some crazy person who doesn't ever want to get vaccinated and has no regard for people's health. It's gotten really extreme. When I was making my decision, I'd hear comments from people I know about these nasty, unvaccinated people. I almost felt judged and looked down upon. So be careful about making assumptions. Thank you, Emily. That was only slightly deranged. Um, Sounds but- like she wanted a guilt-free abortion. Yeah, 100%. That's exactly what it sounds like. Now, we're going to up the temperature just a little bit. Crank it up. She didn't really say how'd she get to 100%, though. Nobody did. This Uh is their deranged way of looking at the world manifest in a news article. You're going to find out how deranged they really are and what they think you are very soon. It's a a different kind of autism from the autistic... Agoris and personality. I was Once again, they came to a crossroads. They said, uh, I could be a school shooter or I could be an ad agency. <laughs> an ad agency. <laughs> and really, what is the difference? <laughs> <laughs> so, Pierre Dugard Owens suggests the local story. Pierre Dugard Owens is president and CEO of Dugard Communications, a strategic communications firm in Nashville whose clients have included Amazon, Deloitte, I don't know what that is, and the National Museum of African American Music. He says, the fear involved is so high, the mistrust. So you need testimonials, not just from the standpoint of aspiration or celebrity, but this is what I've dealt with. People don't just believe it, it's going to happen to them. We have to go back to knocking on doors and treating this as a full-on awareness campaign with the kind of budgets and tactics you'd see a political party use to get the vote. Here in Nashville, we've brought the city's coronavirus czar 
to an outdoor Easter service with a 3,000-member congregation. We wanted them to hear it from the horse's mouth. Have a dialogue. Debunk the myths. You are trying to build a cocoon of information around people who could be affected. A community of support that amplifies the overarching message, and that also creates concentric circles around the issue. When it's close to home, it pricks the heart. Ooh. I know a young woman who was waffling about the vaccine until her mother had a close friend pass away. She then reached out to folks to ask, should I? Someone she really trusts said yes, and now they're doing it. You feeling a little more deranged yet? Did that, did that take things up a notch? I'm fine. <laughs> okay. Let's do the next one. Let's crank it up another notch. Brad Flowers is the co-founder of Bullhorn Creative, same organization that our first suggester, Emily Minner, was from, so you know how deeply they looked into this. Did he Did he research. tell, was he the one that was really concerned about Emily's health, pushing her to get the vaccine? Hmm, I'm <laughs> very sure. He authored the naming book on brand identity. <clears throat> he writes, it's important to understand the ethnography of the area, the culture you're working inside of. We were recently hired to name an old school bus station that had been derelict for years, uh, just a regular bus station, that had been derelict for years. We had brought it and were changing it into a market. The history of the place was problematic because the buses had run on segregated routes. We found folks who lived in the neighborhood and hired them to contribute to the process. They talked to their friends and neighbors and helped come up with a solution that everyone was excited about. The name was the Julietta Market, after Julie Lewis, a civil rights hero who grew up here in Lexington. Bah, bah, I was going to guess it was going to be the George Washington Carver. So. <laughs> Before we talked to them, I thought that people in the neighborhood would want a more generic name, a name that would create distance and not feel like it was co-opting history. But they felt strongly that it was empowering. So part of the process would be finding people who have an anti-vaccine position and involving them directly in the creative work. They'd have to be part of the team. Now that is deranged. That's up. That's that's one crank up a little higher. Yeah, I would be let part you of you choose the color of the chair <laughs> we strap you in. Yeah. <laughs> really? Exactly I would be part well, yeah, well, I was stuck in the naming the market things. So I would just if they included me in something like that, I would just like every so what do you think we should call it? Uh, the Adolf Hitler market. <laughs> yeah, and then you'd be kicked out because that's what every single person who's not already sold on this thing would be doing. The idea that you could get people who aren't sold on this process to participate in the process is the equivalent of digging your own grave and is a freakish thing that you could believe people would be willing to do. It's really right. freakish. But we're going to get it. Turn it up a little more. Turn it up a little more. We have the straitjacket embroidered with your family crest. <laughs> And German words on it. <laughs> so Mike Lee suggests play the Trump card. Mike Lee is vice president of brand strategy at Cactus, a marketing and communications firm in Denver, which has worked on anti-smoking and suicide prevention campaigns. He writes, 
The rejectors are the hardest people to move. For others, it's not about the vaccine itself. There's something other inhibited. There's some other inhibiting belief that's getting in the way. It could be an identity issue where getting the vaccine would conflict with their worldview. If they got the vaccine and their friends knew it, they'd be seen as wrong. And if they were wrong about that, they could be wrong about something else. How do you use the rest of that worldview as an accelerant as opposed to a headwind? When the FDA gives full approval, that's an opportunity to give people a way out. So they feel like they've won. You were right to wait. Now we know that message needs to come from leading voices who are casting doubt on vaccines. Maybe there's also, maybe they're also trying to make sure that Trump gets credit. He started the vaccine program. He directed the resources. So you make that a part of his legacy. That's turning it up a little a, a little yeah, bit there that, that isn't is that one's creepy right yeah that one is creepy because that one's that one's almost creepy because it i don't know the right way to phrase it but like makes more sense than the other ones you know i think it's incredibly creepy because they're it, they're 100 the way they go there's some other inhibiting belief yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah yeah no no no. it's it's creepy it's like it's it's maximally creepy it's the creepiest one so far so but weird. it's it sounds like it might be somewhat effective like yeah. in some weird way because it's yeah like... it's well, well it's just gaslighting and yeah, they're just yeah. projecting their own 100%. insanity yeah. on it's and it's fight. it's truly starting to get insane remember donald trump actually said get the vaccine in, the, in a um a speech recently and he was like massively booed uh, by his base so that's not going to work mike uh but we'll keep going we're going to turn it up to probably an eight out of ten on the deranged scale as we talk to jim lasser Jim Lasser says, be humorous. Because that's, that's the first thing you want oh is for some God. fucking ad executive to tell Dude. you to laugh about it. Oh, well, or anybody who has been freaking out about getting a uh-huh. vaccine. Now it's time to like, laugh. Correlate, Isn't this funny? Correlate the neurotic vaccine people mm-hmm. with level of humor and see mm-hmm. what like a direct, right. it's like a perfect inverse <clears> relationship. <throat> well, let's see. Jim Lasser is an executive creative director at Lightning Orchard. During his 13 years at Wyden and Kennedy, he worked on two seminal Chrysler campaigns, Halftime in America, featuring Clint Eastwood, and Imported from Detroit, featuring Eminem. I want you to focus specifically on the arrogance of this particular one, but also the derangement. I would try to use humor to disarm them. Puns are nice. It's such a low bar and can get the sticky in your mind. I was thinking about arms and injections in your arms and the Second Amendment arms being a really important freedom in some of these states. What if you had Sean Hannity with a bare arm saying, it's right to bear arms, kill COVID. It's almost a call to arms. Let's defend this country against the enemy. Kill COVID. Spell it with a K. That could be a sticky thing. Let's turn it from, you gotta get protected, to, let's fucking track this thing down and kill it. It's like the film Tremors. (laughs) We've gotta get together and fucking slay this thing. It's a problem. It's a horror. This isn't something that these eggheads at the CDC think is happening. This is a real-life monster we have to slay. That's what pro wrestling would do. They would get a wrestler and name him covid He'd be a heel that the good guy could take down. The vaccine becomes part of the fun. We're all taking a whack at him. 
you'd have to execute it with a wink. A little sense of humor. That would be the challenge. How <sighs> deranged is that? I would fall for that immediately. <laughs> that guy's such a faggot. <laughs> yeah, for real. Uh, Carl, so I have an idea. Derangement. Der high derangement. High very high, high derangement. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Very high. So one, one, th one thing I, one thing I like. Notes. One thing I like that I don't think he took it far enough. Uh huh. Was when he said do the the kill COVID campaign. Where uh -huh. it was like have it be with K's. How about kill COVID? <laughs> yeah, quickly. kill COVID campaign. <laughs> kill COVID and have quickly. It, <laughs> And have it all case. Yeah. So it that would be a great idea. It would be so, so funny. You can Wouldn't that be funny? Yeah. That would be funny. And you know, kill, else is unvaccinated? Oh, the kill COVID ca uh, campaign. I literally cannot imagine what a human being has to think to, to go, oh, the only thing keeping these people from getting vaccinated is that they're not laughing enough. That is really yeah. some Joker shit. That is. <laughs> that is, that is Black people are the funniest shit. people on the planet. I know, and, and they're, they're not, not correct. <laughs> yeah. That's so true. True. All right, and here's the most deranged, at least as far as I could tell. Jamie Cooper suggests serving mm. your country. Jamie Cooper is CEO of Drake Cooper, an employee-owned agency headquartered mm. in Boise, Idaho. He writes, it has to be one big universal message, a message that's not political. It can't be spike proteins and a bunch of detail. Nike doesn't tell you what shoelaces are made of. You just see a guy running across a bridge and say, I want to be that guy. So many of the messages we receive are negative. Drinking and driving, seat belts, anti-smoking, climate change. On the positive side, you have just do it. One emotion you could try and connect with is pride. Like military recruitment. Rallying for a cause. You need to go serve your country. When a guy signed up for World War II, did they do it for themselves? When you sign up for the vaccine, you're doing it for your family. You're doing it for your community. What if you could get Facebook and Google on board? They've got billions of dollars to muscle this. Why is that not happening? Why isn't Facebook or Google or Nike throwing down dollars and saying, we've got to do this. You look back and think how much marketing went into the war on drugs. We just have to, have we, how much have we really spent messaging this? It's disorganized. When, where was the big message during the Olympics? That's a big opportunity to rally us. We already feel prideful while we're celebrating how awesome we are at gymnastics. Why not be awesome in your community and get the vaccine? You have to be artful and bold and go out with something that can become a movement, a catchphrase. Make it so that you look out at a TV through a bar window and see it, and it's all on social media. This is how you move people in this country. It's been done for decades. Why can't we do this? That's a 10 out of 10 on the derangement scale. Yeah, yeah, it's super that great. one is freakish. I don't how on earth somebody could look at the world that way. I don't know how that person does their job on a daily basis. That's insidious. That's so insidious. Isn't that dark? He knows he knows he can lie through his teeth with mm -hmm. everything he said. Like the idea that Facebook and Twitter aren't already oh, like, on board, that the Olympics weren't all on board with it. That the idea that like people signed up for World War II, they got drafted. Asshole. Mm -hmm. This is it's, uh, that was dark. That one was uh, very dark. 
but he knows like this. Mm-hmm. None of this stuff is for the people that they're trying to convince. Nope. It's all for their own base. Yeah. It's all for their own base because these stupid mm-hmm. leftist NPCs that are all COVID idiots, they all, they're just taken by someone who's confident and kind of says something that like appeals to them. So this guy could say something just so absurd on its face, mm-hmm. like over and over again. And he's going to have all of those people going like, yeah, right on. This mm-hmm. is absolutely so true. Just continue just, to uh, further foment the concept that the unvaccinated are more and more unreasonable, even though you've actually done nothing to try and appeal to them. You've just done things to appeal to yourself and your base. It's, and it, it's shows, it just shows what kind of retarded NPCs these people are. It's freakish, man. I'm, I'm telling you, we'd be in boxcars if, if that wasn't the quickest, easiest option for them. It, it, seriously. And that guy would be leading the charge. Any, any one of these people have a completely deranged outlook. Not one of them has spoken to a person who's actually, like, hasn't, is hesitant in the very least is what they call hesitant. Because, the, you know, when you use the word hesitant, it means, well, they'll, they'll get it eventually. It's just a matter of time. And then one day they still won't get it, and you'll, they'll go, man, these people really are just unreasonable, huh? We tried everything. That's where it's heading. That's I am. Where it's going. I, well, I am being unreasonable now with people. Yeah. Whenever I see something, I just yes. say, you're a liar. No. Or yes. like my, my neighbor the other day, um, we were talking about stuff, and she mentioned something about not traveling. I don't want to get sick. Mm-hmm. She goes, oh, but we're vaccinated and everything. She goes, are you vaccinated? I said, no. And she's, oh, well. It's very dangerous and, you know, this Delta variant, there's a lot of young people dying. And I just like said, okay, okay. And she's like, and I I just didn't, like, it's none of someone's business for me to justify what my health decisions are. It would be like if she says, oh, why are you growing uh, zucchini? I want you to grow uh, yellow squash. And it would just be like, okay, I don't have to, okay. Fine. You can think whatever you want. I don't have to justify it. And as soon as you try to justify it to someone, that opens a door for them and to like lost. shove yeah. their foot in yes. to yep. start trying to reason with you. Yep. And like it's a negotiation. It's not mm-hmm. a negotiation. Nope. Not now. Yeah, not now. No, it's, it's done. And it like, never could I mean, be. It's over. Yeah. You can't. You the the de- most arrangement. The most arranged thing about um, Jamie Cooper's suggestion in my mind is the first sentence. It has to be one big universe, universal message, a message that's not political. Like, like you can just rewrite history. Right. It's truly freakish. Anyway, the reason why I wanted to highlight that one is the marquee story is because um, like usually we like to laugh and giggle, and I think we actually did laugh and giggle quite a bit through that, but th- this is evil. Uh, this is, I don't know how you use any word to describe it other than evil. This particular tactic, this advertising idea this idea that like the people who aren't vaccinated are just so stupid and ignorant. All we have to do is push them. You know, all mm-hmm. we have to do is lie to them. It couldn't mm-hmm. possibly be that they have their own actual, like not what notice, not one of those suggestions said anything like come to an understanding yeah, or it's, none. it's even, it's even bigger than that because you can replace, you know, getting the vaccine quote unquote mm-hmm. with anything, anything, literally anything. Yep. And, uh, you know, this is a little little peek through the window at their playbook that they'll yes. that they'll let you have. Yep. Um, and uh, yeah, that's that's what's so uh, honestly brilliant about yeah. it. It's sticky, if you will. Mm-hmm. This is a very sticky article because um, I, uh, I won't be forgetting it anytime soon. I, I had posted this in the uh, TLE chat and maybe I'll post it out there 
for crowdsourcing. I know it sounds super like lame and, and whatever, but you know how the LGBT and like BLM movements and stuff like that use those like like background photo, you change your background photo and, and Twitter mm-hmm. to something to show support. Mm-hmm. Dude, we should get something viral going about like just changing your background photo and just take over a hashtag for just non-compliance with vaccine mandates. I, I like would that. I would love that idea. I, I, I almost feel like there isn't enough steam, but yeah, I would maybe. love the idea and I think somebody should pursue it and I would gladly participate in that. Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, I think there's, there's enough steam. I, there's I gotta think... be counterplay here. Yeah, these oh, people dude, are yeah. purely deranged. Yeah. If I think yeah, if, if and they have all the money and the power maybe it, it's uh it this is um uh, this is agitprop like this article is more agitprop yeah, than anything absolutely. else it's a, that's all it is it's 100 freakish yeah really truly freakish but uh ad executives they are not your friends um how many hands do we have on the wheel no <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's all i got fellas uh i uh, I, I read this one in the morning this, this morning and I was like, wow, I can't wait to share this one because this is like, I feel like I just did investigative journalism, except I only had to open up one article. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's well, the, the, this whole thing. We, I mean, we're just getting closer and closer to mm-hmm. uh, something ha- like something happening. You know, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's just it, like somebody something very has dark. To, something ha- somebody has to blink. Either people in mass just say, all right, fine, we'll get the vaccine or um they save face in some way or they just say okay we're not going to do back i don't i don't know it, but like it depends on how uh, we'll we'll find out more after the election how how they play i think i think they're waiting until after the election if uh midterm yeah yeah when is that November? elections yeah mm-hmm. that'll give them kind of an idea right. of mm-hmm. uh like the direction that things are going and the localities and the culture and all that and um it could go one of two ways. If if a bunch of pro vaccine mandate people sweep all, all the seats, oh, then it, it'll go one way. If not, then maybe it'll die down. Um, yeah. what, and this is kind of why I preach acceleration because <laughs> um, if they if they jump the gun too quick, then you're going to have a bunch of anti mandate, anti mask. You're 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 going to get. The yeah. pendulum swinging in in the way opposite direction of where they want to before they're ready to kind of um, account for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, and I, and I think that part and and uh, I don't I don't want to bring this up because it's going to send us into an hour long conversation. I'm ready to be <laughs> done with this episode, but I do think Bitcoin is like helping. It's going to send us in a Patreon episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I do think the existence of Bitcoin is is really hurrying. They're they're realizing they they don't have a, as much time on the clock as they thought they God. did, or at least they don't understand the amount of time that they have on the shot clock. Whereas in previous resets, maybe they maybe they did. You and know, so as, I, you've dubbed me the most bullish uh, member of TLA. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on bitcoin uh, yeah. i'll never let you live that one down yeah. but um i i don't see a, a way out of this one with that um i'm, I'm kind of it's gonna get really dark too and i'm I don't, i'm i'm as pro bitcoin as they come pro yeah. crypto um I, but... I don't i don't know if it'll it'll help like this month i i don't i don't think that that's necessarily the case but i do think that the that the acceleration oh yeah that they're feeling like i think that they that there are people in that the, are in the medium term fuck yeah i agree with yeah. you completely well this is this is all the reason why i buy and accumulate and hold bitcoin for situations like this because if you want to test me you right. can go ahead and test me you can right. you can make me unemployed mm-hmm. and i won't have to go on the dole i won't have to give up i can i can 
You, 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 Rob. There's yeah. going to be a tremendous number of, of people who are going to be subjected to a very dark situation. That that's what I'm very yes. sure of. There's so going be to be it. a tremendous yeah. number of military age males that find themselves with very little to lose. Yeah, I yeah. like that tweet I, from you this morning, Aaron. <laughs> that I, I understand that, but like, I can't, I can't do anything about that. No, no, no. All but as do... a po- person running a podcast. It's it's something that it has to be. It's gonna have, we're gonna have to frame eventually. And all I'm saying is we're we're gonna have to start being ready for some very very dark stories to start coming up well, if this well, thing keeps going this way. Yeah. We're gonna have to start making dark stories really funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But at the same but but at the same time, that's why I've been promoting Bitcoin for so long. So yeah. I can be like, this is this is the way. Yeah. yeah. That uh-huh. when it hits the fan like this, this is your chance at getting out of it on the yeah. other side without yeah. having to uh, punch your ticket to hell. Basically. Yeah, so I, I, I take feel that like article it. that we just read, and instead yeah. of vaccine hesitant, how do you appeal to the Bitcoin hesitant? Yeah, right. <laughs> I, t- I tell them to have, I tell them to have fun staying poor. <laughs> well, that's what one of them suggested. Make it humorous. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that, that's humorous. not that that's not humorous. <laughs> it's, it's Bitcoiners and uh, ad execs like the arm, uh, the shaking hands, <laughs> scaring the shit out of people is yes. what they're clasping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if they really wanted to kill Bitcoin, they just replace those words. Yeah. <laughs> Holy moly. Like, ooh, suddenly I'm uh I don't know about this anymore. Cool. Well, <laughs> fellas, that that that's that's was the the darkest one of them all. I, I'm glad we were able to get through that one with at least one or two laughs. Um I will ask us at this point, I'm sure we all want to go and eat our dinners and and get get our hands on the wheel. Rollo, do you have any final words uh um plugs perhaps? Uh, I have words, but I'll just uh, I'll just stick with plugs. Uh, check uh, Slappy Jones and I out on the Rollo and Slappy Show uh, weekly podcast. And uh, speaking of podcasts, I was just on the Lines of Liberty uh, yes. debating John no- Odermatt on. Uh, thank you. Talking about uh, whether or not you should go all in on Bitcoin, basically. That was very good. And I like that series Mark is is is, is working with. That's a great series. I like yeah. debates. I uh, I like both of you guys. I like J- I, Odie a lot. I like uh, you less, but quite a bit. Um, and so it was a good uh, good thing to watch. Yep. Car, you have any plugs? <laughs> uh, well, we did uh, actually do a Bitcoin episode. Uh, uh, me, Rollo, and Steppy. Uh, that just came out uh, a little bit late for my usual Friday date, but uh, the other day. Uh, so everyone, go check that out. We had a good time. I thought it was a great episode, and uh, that's all I got. Aaron, you looking forward to showcasing your new uh, podcast logo? Yeah, yeah. Um, I will get a boys' time with Aaron out at some point. Um, I'm toying around with some ideas that I'll hit you guys up to workshop offline. Okay, but, um, that sounds fun. Yeah. I've been working with uh, our good buddy Bert, Neocon Remover, to uh, tool together a song for my show. New song, new logo. We're all entering a new uh, period with our shows. And I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um, remember, ladies and gentlemen, uh, keep it humorous. Uh, play the trump card. Knowing, know what you don't know, and be careful about making assumptions. <laughs> and always serve, and always serve your country. And always serve your country. And keep two hands on the wheel. And poop in wow. your garden. Wow. Wow.